Welcome to the Cultivate and Keep podcast. Uh, it's uh, Jeremy with Corey, ashamed, <laughs> I <laughs> reluctantly. Hope, I hope um, that intro wasn't overkill. I've been wanting to try that one. <laughs> what now. do you mean you hope? Welcome to it's it's totally overkill. Okay, well, next time I'll. You got to keep chill. it interesting, though. Like, hey guys, welcome to. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when Corey lets me intro us. I just go yeah, crazy. Yeah, you know what? Next one My is bad. me. My bad. Tomorrow, guys, it's going to be, don't <laughs> worry, I'll do the rest of the two-week challenge. I'm just excited. Anyway, well, today we have a fun topic. We're excited. Um, but before we get to that, just a few business items. So we are in the midst Just of, one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> We're in the midst of our two-week challenge. So if you haven't heard yet, we are doing pretty cool giveaway. So there, there will be f- uh, three opportunities to win, first, second, or third. And you have a chance to win a free Kindle. Um, some limited limited run cultivate and keep merch. Yeah, yeah. Got some snapbacks and some hats and maybe even a beanie. Um, a few books of your choice. So we're super super excited about that. Yeah. Um. So do us a favor if you want to participate. Uh, go to cultivate and keep dot com slash challenge, and then you can share this episode, um, of the podcast or a blog, and you can increase your chances to win. One thing I want to say was. Um, this isn't like a random drawing or like what or a random chance. The more you share, the more likely it is that you will win. So put in the work. Put in the work, and you'll get that W. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, winded, dude, because I'm all excited. <laughs> Speaking of getting the W, what are we talking about today? Man, talk about gaming. Gaming, yeah. bro. So I, I want to just preface: Corey okay. um, is the one I wanted to do this topic. It, yeah, it so, was me. It wasn't Jeremy. So, so uh, I mean, flash. Anyway, I just want to put that out there just for everyone. You you have been historically the bigger gamer. Oh yeah. Well, I don't, that is not true. I was definitely like the, mo- the more vocal one, like leader of the pack. But you were like the actual. You were literally gamer. the leader of the pack. But you the most the clan, vocal one. But That's you true. were. We were just talking about this beforehand. You like liked those like. You know, a game Corey liked. So I, I liked, was a closet. Mate, I basically. liked like a you know NBA 2K, which is a basketball game, or like Call of Duty, yeah, which dude, everyone that's such plays. Such a cool game. Shut up. <laughs> Corey liked the like virtual like fantasy world, like Skyrim. You go oh, play yeah. in some like huge world, whatever, and you can get lost for hours. Yes. Funny story. When we graduated high school, oh, no. it was our last day of school. So we were seniors. We finished our finals. It's like it's like a Thursday. It was like, right before lunchtime. We're we're done with high school. It's like a big day. And it was me, Spencer, Nick, oh, and yeah. Ryan, and we're like, "Hey, like, let's go to this person's house, have like a you know pool party and, and barbecue. Let's you know celebrate." And we invited Corey. He's like, "No, I'm gonna go home and, and play." Corey <laughs> went home and gamed, playing Skyrim by himself. Dude, like, I was free. What are you talking about? What else am I gonna do? But you gotta know the background. So Corey lived like out in Alpine, so kind of like far away. Like, I just picture him like out east, like in the mountains, like in his room, just gaming. Oh, turn like, off all the lights. Yeah. Turn the oh, TV way up, put a blanket over your head. You just game. You just get a lost. A blanket over your head. Totally, dude. Yeah. Without a blanket, gaming is a totally different experience. P- guys, please don't unsubscribe. Okay. We, uh, yeah. Stick with us here. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason why we're talking about this. It's not just Le- random. Okay. So right before this, legitimately, I was telling Jeremy that I don't even remember the last time that I played yeah, a video same, game. Yeah. Which I was actually a little sad about, and I am a little bit. But we're not. Um, we're not hardcore gamers. I'm not here to advocate. <laughs> a hardcore gamer in any way yeah. so stick with us here but yeah well we we did want to start out about kind of sharing a little bit about so in high school we uh so it was kind of i don't know about well Corey was definitely like a, a geeky gamer i mean a little, yeah, a little a bit. nerdy gamer um but i think most of our friend group was we we had we were like the cool gamers you know yeah that's how i, I like think of it we probably yeah. weren't cool but no we just had definitely fun not. like we 
um, we had like a, like a clan. We weren't good. So if you know gaming, like there are actual groups of kids that play online and they create a clan and they are like really good. Like if you yeah. are playing and you're against a clan, like, like an eight year old is going to slaughter yeah. you. Yeah. And so we had a clan, but we, most of us were pretty bad. Like just, we did it for fun. But we, uh, we, <laughs> we all had those Under Armour like sweatshirts that have like the X, whatever. You know, they kind of form like an X almost. And so, our thing was like Xbox, Xbox, and so we had like clan jackets, we called them, which were just Under Armour sweatshirts with the X's, and so I remember that being so much fun, dude. At just representing, bro. Dude, representing. Microsoft was 11. They should have sponsored the clan. So I remember when I graduated, so I just want to say, again, we weren't, I, just, I wasn't like a serious gamer. Like I had fun, I goofed around, yeah. but I sucked. But I remember uh, when I graduated high school, I think it was like a sophomore in college, um, I, forget who, I think it was Dijonet, I forget who it was, but someone... Um, like saw me at church whatever and i forget what they said but they were like i was like working or doing something and she was like oh oh you go to school i'm like yeah and she was like oh like <laughs> i thought you just played video games oh my <laughs> i was God. like dead serious and i was like ashamed sign. i was like i'm a pretty hard worker actually yeah, maybe not be so, so vocal it was so funny it was a good <sighs> lesson though that's amazing um all that to say uh video games are fun were fun but like we said, like at this point in our life, not really a part of our life. I kind of yeah. wish it was, but it's not. Yeah. Um, I remember the the very first game that I got was, uh, it wasn't even like a brand. It was just like one of those like joystick, um, like ones that you plug into your TV. It wasn't like a console or anything. It just had like games preloaded on there. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so cool. I was like, mom, you don't need like a console. Like all these games are already in here. They're cool games. And then I got bored of it after like a week. And then I remember... The first game that I got was, I think it was Madden 07. Uh, and I got it actually to because I wanted to play with my dad. And uh, and so I got it and I played it. And then I got into like, I don't know, all sorts of other games. So I got into RuneScape Online. Dude, that was the funnest game. <laughs> so dumb. You're like, it's completely pixelated. Your guy looks stupid. But uh played RuneScape. Then we got into things like NBA 2K, Call Which, of Duty. I'm the reigning champ against Corey. That, no, that's not it's what so the, true. What are you talking about the reigning champ? I destroy you. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I I'm, I would bet if we could go back in time to like I'll, the I'll last right time we played. Right now, let's go play. Let's go buy a console and freaking play, <laughs> dude. I bet the last time we played, I won. Ah, that's so wrong. I am, uh, The last time, the last times that we played... You would get so, you were such a sore loser. Oh, I get so mad. That would make me so happy. <laughs> that was the best, was just watching you walk upstairs cause, uh, and, or slam the floor. Oh, Dude, with Mark. So, Mark, I missed Hunter, that. Mark used to, um, shout to Mark if he's listening. He used to, <laughs> we know we, you're listening. We play, and he would throw the controllers across the room. <laughs> yes. like, like, dude, one time he like, just threw it and it just broke it, like, shattered it. Hashtag he was split. like, I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> he's like, knew it was his fault. Um, I also was the champ over him, too, as well. Uh, I, you could be the champ over him, but yeah. actually, no. I bet that the last time you played him, he probably destroyed you. No, that's not, that actually isn't true. Really? Okay. You probably beat me, but <laughs> Mark, no. Uh, well, I think it, it begs the question: Why play video games? I. It's interesting to me. Why are video games so interesting to boys and to men, and not interesting to women? And uh, there are women gamers, and I think there's actually a growing movement of women gamers. So it's not to say that it's exclusively men, but I think in general we can all agree that gaming is more of a of a man thing, um, and not to like get all like super like deep and kind of I don't know the- like theological and stuff already, but uh, 
uh, Wild at Heart, kind of the cornerstone book that we talk about a little bit. Uh, he's, he has the quote, he says, deep in his heart, every man longs for a battle to fight. And then, you know, it's like a woman to win and, and whatever, but an adventure to live. But I think it's interesting. Like a lot of video games are centered around either competition or violence and, or, you know, kind of adventure ish, you know, exploration or creating or things like that. And I think it's just interesting how it makes sense that men are more inclined to play video games or more inclined to like video games because it plays exactly to who we are and what we want. Like we, we want a battle. We want to fight. We want to compete. We want to show that you're the reigning champ um, or you want to create, you want to adventure, you want to explore, you want to, um, you want to go and have your own kind of little kingdom or world that you're in charge of. Um, but you know, why play video games in the first, like what is it that's so interesting about it? Well, I think it's funny. Like, you describing it like a battle or like being competitive, like, like a competitive outlet. Um, if you're someone that doesn't play games, it's probably hard to understand that. Yeah. As you were talking, I was I kind of started laughing as you were talking, but I started thinking like, actually, like, no, you're right. Because it, when you, if you play games, you know, like there is kind of like a thrill or like a, oh, if it's totally. like a sport game or like a, whatever it is, like, like when I played, when I used to beat you all the time, like it was, it was fun. It was a, a good competitive. <laughs> You're just going to keep plugging yourself yeah, on beating me. It was a good competitive outlet. Um, you know, even though you're just like using your hands like a joystick, but it's Literally actually just like two fingers. Yeah. But it really, it really is a sense of like conquering and a sense of overcoming. Yeah. And I think that's why like grown men, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s still play video games because um, I think it's easy, you know, in, marriage or with families or at work to feel like you're failing to feel like you're in this bubble that isn't what you expected or really wanted for your life and so something you can control is like the mm. virtual you know gaming and fun and so i think um I'm, I'm just trying to put myself in that position if i was if i was older and kind of in that spot why would i play games i think that, i think that for me that's why i would do it mm. because it's an outlet and it's you know my time to have fun and kind of fake you know what i'm doing and be the winner in that, you know, fake scenario. Yeah. Dang, we're getting deep already. But uh, also in the book, I think it's in that same kind of section. Uh, he says, truth be told, most of us are faking our way through life. We pick only those battles we are sure to win, only those adventures we are sure to handle, and only the beauties we are, we are sure to rescue. But I think that's interesting because video games are sort of like this outlet of like living the life that you want to live or it's like facing like there's no risk you know what i mean so like you can go and be adventurous you can kind of live you can be the person that you want to be in real life in a video game and like you said you can conquer you can feel good about yourself you can feel like you're the best at something you can feel like you can go explore and that you're making progress whereas maybe in real life you don't have that same confidence or control or you know the right abilities per se like you're not talented enough skilled enough um but then that's that's very true. And maybe if you're, if you're in that position of like, I play video games or maybe you're considering like, I play too many video games, too much video games. Like think about why you're actually yeah, playing. Why you're playing. Because like you said, Jeremy, that I think it's interesting that, well, we don't really realize why we like it. We just know that we like it. Mm -hmm. But then if you get down to it and realize why you like it, then it becomes, you can understand it more. You can understand why you're doing it and also the ways that maybe you can kind of replace it with something better, mm -hmm. possibly. Um, there's this new show on Netflix. I forget what it's called, but Connie was uh, telling me about it. Uh, and in this episode of it, they there's this guy that he's like a super smart dude, like programmer, like coder dude. 
and he um, has some job where his boss is like a complete jerk, like super mean. He kind of hates his life, mm. and so he develops this game that he's like the god in the in the game, <laughs> um, and he's like the man. But what's weird about like this show is the game he designed is like a virtual reality game, and so you mm. can like enter into it. Um, you like put a chip in your head, whatever, and then you're like in that, you know, reality. If that makes Interesting. sense. Interesting. And so. Um, and you can cause others to enter into it as well. And so mm. in this game, he obviously designs himself, and he basically designs everyone that he knows and puts them all in the game. And so his mm. new life is this game. And so he kind of creates this whole world where he has has it his way, and he's he's the man. And it turns, like, long story short, it ends basically. Where, so he's like a bad guy in the game, and everyone he's you know he's evil. And it ends to where somehow they all get out, and he gets stuck in the game, and he can't Ooh. he can't get out like forever. He's eternally trapped in this game what? by himself. And kind of as you were talking, I was thinking about that. Like, is this a Black Mirror? Episode? Oh yeah, I think it's called Black okay. Mirror. Yeah, that show that? is nuts. Yeah. yeah, I think Monique and I watched the first two. I just watched some that of one. them are really yeah. weird and disturbing. Don't recommend yeah. watching, but. That sounds like a, re- like a really interesting episode. Yeah. But, I mean, as you were talking, I was thinking, like, I th- a lot of people kind of get stuck in that. Hmm. Um, like, you know, like you're talking about wanting an escape from, really from life, and kind of wanting our own world we make up. It's easy to kind of get stuck into where that's the one thing we look forward to. Yeah. Because um, we we're going to talk about it later, but gaming isn't, isn't bad. I think um, no. it's often looked down upon. I think, like anything, just with... Um, I'm blanking, but with uh, what's the word? Balance. Yeah, with a balance, yeah. and you know, which is not in the extreme. It, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, you know, what it reminded me of is uh, Dwight. Yes, I in the office. Say that. Oh my god, I was thinking you. of that. So when yeah. he's like all depressed because like he broke up with Angela think, and like his life, um, second life. Second life. He, like yeah, he signs up for this game. Like basically, like when his life was perfect, he signed up for this game. Like made himself, but it's so funny because. He makes himself exactly the same. It's all the exact same. It's like the same building, the same like haircut, everything, except he can fly. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, my life was so perfect. I literally wanted to. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. But well, what's interesting to me is how I think when I, you know, while I was saying like my first game was like with a joystick, but it's actually a little scary now how real games like with the graphics, but also like with virtual reality, and you have different devices that go over your eyes or even like rooms that you can go into. And it's this really like immersive, tangible, real experience like mm-hmm. like we've never experienced before. And I think something that maybe a lot of people don't realize is like we're kind of pushing the boundaries with technology and with like a lot of the advancements that are happening. And video games are kind of on the forefront of that of like you have really smart people designing really cool things. But you have to be careful, like, you can't just take everything at face value of like, oh, this is really cool. You have to also think, like, how is this changing the way that I think? Or how is this changing the way that I behave? Or is this good for me? Is this not good for me? And you have to look at things like, you know, maybe I shouldn't play this video. Or maybe I shouldn't have this device because maybe it's a little scary for you. Like, maybe it's a little too tempting for you. But I bet you a lot of people don't even think about that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we did want to, I mean, we will, should every episode, but get the Bible's take on it, get God's take on video games. Um, so the good and the bad about video games, as we know, is that it's risk-free. Um, it's very accelerated, right? So life kind of is slow in comparison to video games, whereas in video games, you can go through entire lifetimes in a, a few minutes or a few hours. 
Um, but it's also sort of an enhanced version. Like, so if you're Dwight, for example, you can fly in your video game. Whereas here, unfortunately, we cannot. I think that would be really cool, but um, take that up with God once I meet him. Uh, but that's what makes it fun, right? You get to be someone else. You get, be, get to be a better version of yourself. Um, that's also like we're talking about what makes it scary. That's what makes it dangerous is that it can start to um, replace the reality that you actually live in. It can start to be your preferred reality. Um, so the Bible doesn't directly address video games. There's no, the 11th commandment isn't, you know, thou shalt not play too many video games. But there are uh, some interesting verses that kind of correlate to it. And like you're saying, it's not that video games are innately bad. They're just like other things that can be like social media. It could be the internet. It could be YouTube. It could be all sorts of other things. But you have to have balance. And so the biblical principles and kind of the context of verses we can use um, to kind of understand it. So I'll read the verse, Jeremy, to, to spare you. But um, 1 Corinthians 10.23 Paul says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things edify. Um, So I think it kind of goes back to just because you can play video games doesn't mean that you should. And just because it isn't innately bad doesn't mean that it's good for you either. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, as you were talking, I was kind of going back to what you first said is, why are you playing? Why are you playing video games? I think that's the question to ask. Um, I mean, if it's just merely entertainment and it's balanced, that's cool. But if it's an escape of reality and it's kind of that one thing you you look forward to and it it gets dangerous. And so I think asking that question, why are you doing it? And with balance, I think it's, you know. Yeah. And obviously not all games are created equal either. Like they're very harmless or fun games. Like I think of like NBA 2K because you're just a basketball player playing a sport like you would in real life. Although you should probably just go out and play <laughs> the real thing. But we're not. I can't dunk well, in real life. So that is a good point. So with my high school small group, um, so <laughs> it's honestly been a point of like concern and like contention and like frustration for me. Like, hmm. um, so they're freshmen, and so they're what they're what 13, 14 years old. Fourteen. And should be. Uh, dude, like these kids, like all they do is play video games, huh. and it's like frustrating to me. Like, hey, what'd you guys do today? And we kind of talk about that, you know, yeah. on Monday night, and like. Mm, I woke up at 11 and played games <laughs> and came here. And it's like, what? And then they're at a group with their, like, mobile, like, what's it called? Those uh, PS4 things that you can, like, have oh. like a mobile, like, what's PlayStation, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever it's called. Yeah. And, like, all these iPhone games. And it's just, like, right. it's oh, it's cr- literally crazy. It, feels, like, it seems like there's no parental, like, control or filter mm. on it. And, like, I remember when I was younger, like, I had a limit. And I would have to just go outside when I was, like, really young. And yeah. I'm glad that happened to me because a lot of these kids and like they're overweight and like it just it's sad. It's like or there was limits like you couldn't take your game outside of the house. Yeah, you know. But now it's like you can literally play a game wherever. Well, I, wherever I'll you t- want. So I'm just like put that friggin' thing down. Like don't pick it up and I don't. I just yeah. take it from them. Yeah. And they don't know how to like function. It's so weird. They just like they don't want to talk to each other. They're quiet. They're yeah. awkward. It's because they're or just even like rude. what do you talk about if you're not talking yeah. about video games? Well, that's the thing they talk about Fortnite and these video yeah. games, and it's it's super crazy. And I have to like learn to not get frustrated. Like mm. to, I want I need to help them not be frustrated with them. And um, but like that's kind of where things are going. Where it's either we're dependent on it because it's, it's an escape from reality, or you know we're young and immature, and it's all we want to do is play and talk video games. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's it's very scary. I mean. I'll, you know, I'll be the first to admit I've probably played too many video games. Um, 
I, did, I don't think I had the most kind of parental supervision over my video games, but I also have never been like an abuser of something. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, there have been days where I played video games all day, but then there'd be times where I went a few weeks without playing and I was okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I get that. And I also think when you're younger, like it's normal, like it's normal to have, you know, right. you're on summer break and you play video games yeah. all day. But what I'm, what I'm speaking to is like that <laughs> literally being like someone's life and yeah. I mean, some of these kids, I mean, that's literally all they do. It's like, yeah. you know, wake up, play video games, go to school, play video games. It's like, pretty crazy. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, like, I was for sure, you know, getting at it, you know. <laughs> getting those gaming in. Um. Yeah, I remember, Uh. I think I think it was Skyrim when I was playing. Like, that was kind of like the height. I think that was probably the height of, like, my video game playing a little bit. There was, I think it was just a stretch of, like, three months where I just binged on it. And I remember looking back when, like, when I finished. You can see like how many and days. I, yeah, and I put in like 195 hours or something. Oh my God. That's actually not. Ins- that's a lot. Right, it's a lot. It's probably not insane to some people who play like. Dude, there was one game. Shout out to Nick Loudon. Uh, one of the Call of Duties. <laughs> he had 30 like two days on it. Oh my gosh. Dude, that 32 times 24 hours. <laughs> that's insane. That yeah. So I mean, Sorry, 195. Nick. How many, I mean, that's almost, that's probably like eight or nine days, right? Worth of, mm-hmm. of video game time. But the thing about like, that's eight or nine days of your, your life. life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a little tangential. Again, this is sort of similar, but like social media is just the same. Mm. I mean, I spend hours every day on my phone, not necessarily social media, but like over time that turns into days of my life mm-hmm. spent on my phone. That's kind of lame. But anyways, getting back on topic here with video games, um, Again, we're talking about a balance here. Video games are not innately bad, but I think that especially in the time that we live in now, it's especially tempting and it's especially easy to abuse it and to get lost and to go way overboard with video games. And there's been a lot of cool developments, like the whole kind of esport industry is booming right now. And there's a lot of people who are like, you can be a gamer professionally and you can like make money. And it's really social activity now, whereas maybe one like like I was I was just turn off the lights and like play by myself alone for hours most kids now like play online with their friends and it's sort of like a social activity um but again it's really easy to go overboard with it and proverbs 28:19 says those who work their land will have abundant food but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty and i think this is where kind of the line is drawn is if you're chasing fantasies and you're not working or there's some sort of area of your life that is lacking because you're playing too much video games or because of this game or because your attention can't be in anything else that you like, you need to stop. You need to Mm -hmm. slow down. You need to get help, get parental control, set limits or something. Um, because I think for a lot of people, it it, it really can become something that just takes over. Mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking, um, a good balance or boundary would be to, to not play alone. Like, be one of yeah. those things where you only play like you know when when a buddy's over or online with someone like that could be a good check it's true um because by yourself like, you could find endless time to do it you know late at night early morning whatever it is um so kind of having that balance especially if you're younger that could mm-hmm. be good yeah I, I think so i love this verse so i remember when i first discovered this verse um I, I think it was like three or four years ago and i remember giving a message about it to the to mission 910 which is uh, ninth and 10th graders at uh, at church on Sunday. And I was like, guys, I found 
a verse about video games who never believe it. And actually it is kind of crazy because it says those who work the land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their, like that's, you could not be closer to video games than chasing fantasies. Like that's literally what it is, is it's a virtual fantasy world that you're playing in. Um, so again, video games are not innately bad. I think that it's especially tempting today and you have to be careful of that. So one of the things we want to talk about um, is, you know, how much video games is too much. <laughs> and, uh, and again, the, it's going to depend for each person. Um, but I had stumbled across this website called gamequitters.com. And it's about this guy who, uh, he had been a gamer his whole life. He had things under control. He got good grades in high school, went to college. And then when he got to college, sort of like with his new newfound freedom, um, video games started to kind of take over and he, his grades started to slip. I think he had to, um, drop out and transfer to another college. Like he, he had gotten like a really cool scholarship and then he had to drop out and like go back to like a state college or like a community college or something like that. Um, and so after a few years, he finally got control over like his addiction to video games. And, um, and then he eventually like quit at like 100%. Now he has this whole thing, like this is his business and like his livelihood is helping other people who are addicted quit video games. Um, so he has this this quiz that I want to kind of take people through a little bit, um, but it's a quiz to see like if you are addicted, like if you are playing, um, if it's a problem for you. So the first question that he asks, and I think there's only like nine or, or 10 or something, they're pretty easy, um, but I'm, I'm just going to go through it. So the first question is, and then, as I'm reading this, think in your head for yourself if this is an issue for you. So one is, do you spend a lot of time thinking about games even when you are not playing or planning when you can next play? I think this is like every kid ever. You know what I mean? Like, shoot. Okay, so I'm going to put yes. Number two, do you feel restless, irritable, moody, angry, anxious, bored, or sad when attempting to cut down or stop gaming or when you are unable to play? I know that I've felt this way. In fact, I don't know if it's going to ask me later. I haven't actually gone through it yet, but I remember like, especially if I played games right before I went to sleep, sometimes I would dream about the game that I was playing and like it literally just, okay, anyways, I'm going to put yes. Do you feel the need to play for increasing amounts of time, play more exciting games or use more powerful equipment to get the same amount of excitement you used to get? I'll put yes. Number four. Have you felt that you should play less, but are unable to cut back on the amount of time you spend playing games? I guess this is probably like some conviction coming into your life. Like, oh shoot, I should probably cut down on this. Have you lost interest in or reduced participation in other recreational activities? Uh, so parentheses, hobbies, meeting with friends, due to gaming. Yes. Have you continued to play a game even though you are aware of negative consequences, such as not getting enough sleep, uh, being late to school or work, spending too much money, having arguments with others, or neglecting important duties. Dang, that's a big one. Uh, I don't know what I'm on. Eight? Seven? Something like that. Uh, have you been deceptive or lied to family, friends, or others about how much time <clears throat> how much time you game or tried to keep your family or friends from knowing how much you game? That's interesting, too. Do you game to escape from or forget about personal problems or to relieve uncomfortable feelings such as guilt, anxiety, helplessness, or depression? These are deep questions. 
Have you risked or lost significant relationships, a job, educational, or career opportunities because of gaming? These are all like pretty self-explanatory. Um, so I put yes on all those. It's asking for my email now. It's going to send me the results, but I'm pretty sure it's going to tell me I'm 100% addicted to gaming. <laughs> but I feel like those are that's a good kind of litmus test of like, even if one of those things rings true for you, you should reevaluate your habits. Sometimes when I'm listening to like a podcast, I'll, I near the end of it I'll, or middle, I'll think, okay, like, what am I getting out of this? Like, what's the point of this? And as you were talking, I was thinking that. Um, I think this is really good stuff. Not necessarily for probably the average listener, but um, people you work with or like are over, whether it's kids or yeah. you know, you know, or even friends, a younger people brother you know. or friend, whatever it is. Yeah, people you know that may have <laughs> close to to an addiction of video games this mm-hmm. is good stuff to like ask them or just to have you know to know about when you're interacting with them yeah so for you why did you sort of stop gaming or like what do you do instead of gaming yeah well, it was one thing i wrote down in notes um so for me it was kind of one of those things that the older i got just it naturally stopped and i i feel or i think it, i shouldn't say it, well it has stopped but i think for most people it should slow down and yeah. i think that's how it should be um so yeah for me just honestly like just life got busy i mean i probably would still play if i had time um the problem is now like if i happen to have free time there are many other things i want to do with my time than play video games so yeah oh once every couple months i'll like you know happen to hop on and play with someone but like i never will just play by myself yeah Um, i would like to but just not time yeah Yeah. i think the moment for me was when i started dating monique (laughs) (laughs) because then like well, one, I think it's a matter of priorities and mm-hmm. it is interesting to think like, well, if you're still playing just as much video games or you're still playing games in general, like when you don't have time for it, like that's probably a bad sign, but like it just kind of shows your priorities, right? Because once I got a girlfriend and I was dating Monique, then my priorities were her and spending time with her and it wasn't about mm-hmm. video games as much. Again, not to say that you can't play video games or that it's bad or that you're spending too much time. It's very mm-hmm. you know subjective for each person. But I think, yeah, it's, it's just a matter of like maturing and, and age. And like you you just kind of, if you're mature enough, it just kind of, you lose interest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it doesn't have the same excitement. And instead of trying to play more games or newer games or better games, you just focus on more important mm-hmm. things. Yeah, it's true. Um, but Game Quitters does have a really interesting tool. So if you go to gamequitters.com slash hobby dash tool, um, they have this really cool list of like, you can choose anything to replace gaming. So you can say like, I want activities that help with being active or achieving something or yeah. being social. And then you could think, you could also like split it out into like, I want activities that are free or low cost or at home or offline or, or easy to start. So it has this whole list of things like, yoga you know reading martial arts public speaking learning a new language uh, mountain biking a lot of these are very physical activities but there's also things like you know board games um, starting a club cooking dancing um, it's basically like anything you could ever think of um, but then it has it gives you like resources too to help you um, and i think it's interesting so we were talking about learning in the last episode but i feel like that's been one of the biggest things that i've replaced playing video games with is just I have a much bigger desire to learn. So I just read more and listen to podcasts yeah. and other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Want to call it? Let's call Wrap it. Wrap it up. 
Well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. Join the Facebook community. If you have any questions or topics you want us to discuss, please email us. Or if you know us, text us or call us <laughs> like Nick did. Yeah. Um, and then, hey, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash challenge to participate. And besides yeah, yeah. that, bye. <laughs> <laughs>